This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's got the ball. And now any points on their possession will win them a Big 12 title. What a stand. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. You heard the dulcet tones of Chris Fowler calling the Big 12 championship game. Uh, from just last season and it was a a wacky Big 12 championship game Joe because you had two teams that not many people were expecting to make the title game to begin with and when you're talking about the top conferences in college football Big 12 SEC your power five basically you don't see that very often typically conferences go chalky so when you are trying to predict conference champions Chances are, if you're going to the SEC or the Big Ten, all you're doing is looking at favorites. If you're going down the board, it probably won't be profitable for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt. But the purpose of this exercise is to try to find value. And I, I think we should also mention that, listen, if there isn't much value, if you're just going to be wasting a lot of money, taking some of these 10, 15 to 1 shots, that we, we should mention that as well. I, I think we should start in a conference that um, we have found value throughout much of the off season. And let's go, let's stay in the Midwest here by me and talk about Wisconsin. And even though they've been the buzzy team this off season and they have two of the top four favorites for the title in that conference, Wisconsin Badgers have value and they're still sitting at almost 10 to one a coaching upgrade with Luke Fickle, great hire with Longo as, as the OC. You've, you've gone on record, talked about how much of an upgrade it is at quarterback. Wisconsin always searching for that quarterback. Well, now they've got Tanner Mordecai, and they are a team that has always been known uh, for the great offensive line play, and they've got four returning starters, so they're expected to be strong up front as well. Um, so, we like Wisconsin. Are you still there as uh, the season is about to kick off for the Badgers? I'm not. Actually, I'm not. Because, okay. it, it, yeah, to me, I think when you're talking about conference winners in general, I think the value is going to be those conferences that don't get as much play. If you're looking at Power 5, Big 12, Pac-12, maybe you can find some value there. But in the Big 10, the more I look at Michigan, Ohio State, the more I look at those talent rankings, I go – Who's going to knock them off? I think Penn State's the only team that can make an argument. But Big Ten, SEC, ACC, it's chalk. I, I, I don't know outside of like the top two, top three in those conferences if anybody can really contend. And, you know, I know I hear the argument, well, schedule matters. Yeah, it does. But at the end of the day, you still have to be talented enough to win the title game. And 
I don't see it. I, I, I just don't. Right. Even though I like what Wisconsin has done. I think you, you want to take an overwin total on them, fine by me. Uh, if you want to take a long shot for Mordecai to win the Heisman, I think that's great. But I think you also have to buck a couple of Heisman trends in order for that to make sense. And I'm just not willing to do that. So, no, I can't back the Badgers to win the conference. Yeah, the argument, obviously, is that they're not in the division with the three best teams in the conference, most likely, in Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, so they can get there. But once they get there, how are you going to play the other side? Still have to win the game. Profit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or you've got you've to hang in the game, right? So maybe you can make mm-hmm. a sizable live bet on the other side to, to where, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's closer to even money. So you don't have to lay a ton there, uh, which can be dicey, but probably more so over in the win total. Do you have an opinion on the conference? Like value aside, do you have an opinion? It's probably going to come down to the last game. Like it typically does. Right. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I mean, I'm on record as saying JJ McCarthy can win the Heisman. So I think my play would be Michigan. Uh, but it's not, a, it's not really a conference I want to bet on. Like, if we're talking about conference winners, uh, you know, Clemson's the only one I bet on, you know, among, you know, the top conferences. I think if you're looking for value, you got to go down the board. I mean, it's like with anything, right? Like, don't, don't pick, don't pick uh, the high-profile situations, the high-profile games and conferences and leagues and things like that. You got to go down a little bit if you're going to find value and profit. And this is one of those markets where I think that's especially the case. Yeah, we're staying at the top in the ACC. You, you like Clemson. I like Florida State. I wish I got more value. It's plus 170. I, you know, I'm sure in that conference, I'm sure there are some people out there that are looking like, hey, man, Drake May's going to be the best quarterback in the conference. Maybe they can put something together, but that's, that's a different conversation. Neither of us are taking that path. Let me ask you about Texas. How convinced mm-hmm. are you that uh, – the Big 12 is going to be chalky once again. <laughs> uh, no? How many times are we going to have this conversation <laughs> about Texas? I know. How many times are we going to come in? I, it, it, seriously, like, I mean, you've, you've been following college football for a long time now. Like, I feel like there are two programs that we consistently overrate year after year after year. Texas and Auburn. We want to believe that Auburn, because they do unconventional things and, you know, they get the scraps from Alabama that, that it it still works there. Now, occasionally it does, but Mm -hmm. you know, those years where we have Auburn is like a top five program. We don't this year, obviously because of a new head coach, but it won't be long before we have unrealistically high expectations for Auburn and they will let us down once again. Or that year they beat Alabama and then lost to Georgia in the SEC championship game because Auburn could be the first two-loss team to make play or whatever. Like, no, they didn't. They were beaten up. I couldn't do it. So they always fall short. And Texas is part of that as well. And while the talent is there, and while yours is a great quarterback and all of those things, (laughs) you know, I watched that Alabama-Texas game carefully and saw, you know, bits of replays uh, sort of, you know, during this offseason. And there was a coaching mismatch between Sark and Nick Saban. Now, there's going to be a coaching mismatch against Nick Saban in just about every situation, but Mm -hmm. Texas had more talent. They should have won that game in Austin, and it just didn't happen. 
So at what point can Texas put everything together? I don't know. I, I mean, I think I see some value down the board as far as the Big 12 is concerned. Uh, Sharps, I know, like Oklahoma State. And that, to me, makes some sense because you look historically at that program under Gundy, and they've had some really great years. And sometimes that's all that matters is just a tradition of winning. And you find ways to get there again. And so Oklahoma State makes sense. And if there is a play to be made down the board in the Big 12, I would argue for Kansas at 30-1. to They have a lot of experience coming back. The schedule is fairly favorable. It would make one heck of a story given where they were just a few years ago to where they can be now. And I think they had a little bit of bad luck a season ago. But if you want to take a flyer on a dark horse in the Big 12, I would recommend Kansas. Yeah, I I defer to you because I don't have an opinion. I don't know where to go. Are, are we going to see it again where we go way down the board where, where it comes from the Big 12? I guess it's possible. But I began with Texas, obviously, because you've covered that program in the past. And also, I'm not sure about them. To post them at even money, I would not go anywhere near that wager. I, I understand I the idea of, of looking elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a big gap after Texas too. And, and I understand right. like, you know, recruiting rankings, things like that. That makes sense. But it, it's the big 12. Like you have uh, that additional conference game and then you have a conference championship game. So many things can happen where Texas can trip. I, I, can't, mm-hmm. I can't recommend them at that price. All right, very good. Uh, Pac-12, let's go there yep. before it all ends. Yes. I, I, I keep thinking back to our, our conversations. We've had a few of these uh, as we've been getting ready for week one uh, with Kelly Ford. We spoke with him earlier this week, and he has gone on record multiple times saying that, listen, if you're looking for a wide-open conference, whatever, however you want to put it, a, a vulnerable favorite, go to the Pac-12. That's where you want to look because a whole bunch of things can happen here. And that's why you're going to find some value. And he has pointed out Oregon state. You could still find them at 12 to one. We know Corvallis, one of the tougher places to play. And it's, it's interesting what they're doing here with the transfer portal because they, they make that big leap a year ago. They get 10 wins and the schedule looks pretty favorable. It's a slow start for them. San Jose State, UC Davis, San Diego State, Washington State, before you get to the, t- the, the meaty part of the conference schedule. And uh, guess what? They miss USC, but they're making a change at quarterback because uh, they've got DJU, hoping he can look more like he did a couple of years ago. So they're the team that keeps popping up. Uh, with, with respected college college football observers. Mm-hmm. No, that, that one makes sense. I, I wouldn't deny that one. By the way, when I mentioned that gap in the Big 12, Texas at even money, Oklahoma plus 420, Kansas State 5-1. to one. You can't do that with Texas, not at all. USC in the Pac-12 is 2-1. to one. I don't hate that bet. Obviously, they have the best quarterback, and if that Mm -hmm. defense can improve and stop giving up so many explosive plays, it may be a work in progress over time, 
And they will also face a lot of quarterbacks who are going to have to chuck it deep because, you know, they'll be trailing against Caleb Williams and company. So that, that's part of the deal. But if that defense does improve at all, then, yeah, USC can win the Pac-12. They can make the college football playoff. It can totally happen. And th- that's fine. So as a favorite at 2-1, to one, I think that's okay. Um, after that, I think you have to go down the board a little bit to find some value. You mentioned uh, Oregon State at 12-1. to one. I think that's fine. Not to sound like a homer, but I think UCLA at 10-1 to one offers some value here. They haven't announced a starting quarterback, and it sounds like they're going to play all three of them in the season opener against Coastal Carolina. But any one of them could stand out and take over the reins, and I think they'll be in a good place. Um, we also mentioned the importance of continuity with defense. UCLA has nine starters returning on that side of the football. And if you believe that in the Pac-12 that defense wins championships because Utah's done so well there, well, UCLA may have one of, if not the best defense under Chip Kelly. Not to mention a head coach who has a proven track record of winning. You know, did it a lot at Oregon. So I look at this and say, UCLA, it's taken a while under Chip Kelly, but at some point this is going to start to come together and they're going to be formidable. And at 10 to one, I think that's a good price. And I I don't know when Cam Rising is going to return. If we're buying into the reports that he's not going to be out there tonight, does that mean that he's going to be there next, next week at Baylor? I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure how close it is. The reports are saying that he's been practicing along with a couple of other quarterbacks. So, that suggests that he's close, but I'm not sure when it's going to happen. Um, I'm not, I mean, this schedule is rough for Utah. Not only is it tough yeah, out of the gates with Florida tonight, Baylor next week, they play UCLA. They they're at Oregon state. They're at USC. Like it, uh, it doesn't really let up for them. So I think that's part of the reason we're not seeing a lot of chatter. Uh, Penix, Washington, team that, even though they were a big story in the conference a year ago, it seems like they're not being talked about much. Why do you think that is? Congestion, I suppose. Um, I'm not talking about them very much, uh, even though I yeah. like Penix, the quarterback. But, you know, if you like Washington, why don't you like Oregon with Bo Nix? Uh, and then you have sure. USC there as well. Like, it, it, this conference has so many good quarterbacks – you need some sort of differentiator, and I don't know if Washington has one. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm not saying that they should get some love. And by the way, there's not much. If if you get USC at plus two ten, why, why take Washington at plus three hundred? That's a. I mm-hmm. feel like there's a bigger gap there, or at least there should be. I agree. Any Any other conference you find interesting? Any? I mean, we just skipped conference over USA the best conference. In the world. Well, um, but there's, but yeah, where's the value though? Yeah, like Georgia, Alabama, LSU, that's it. No one else is competing. Like, you want to take a flyer in Texas AM? No, you're wasting your money. Or Tennessee? No, you're wasting your money. Anybody after that? No, that's even sillier. So, no, SEC, it's chalk. That's fine. Uh, Conference USA, though, is one Mm -hmm. that I find intriguing because third on the board is plus 550 with Middle Tennessee State. But you look at 24-7 sports team rankings in terms of just talent uh, composition, they're second in the conference. So sometimes that's because of the schedule faced. But at plus 550, I think uh, MTSU makes sense. 
Okay, that's good. That, there you go. There's one you have not heard a lot about. I like that. Finding some value mm-hmm. there. See? There you go. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we return to the NFL and talk about bad ball rate and how we can use it to predict who might lead the league in interceptions. That's right here on the BetQL Network.